0: Shalom, this is Reverend John Ferrett, and in episode two, we studied Psalm 118, verses 22 through 24, and we found in that episode, this was not about today, our day today, but it was about a day when God's stone became the head stone of the corner, the chief cornerstone, and God's stone becoming the chief cornerstone. It's becoming the foundation for our lives. So let's again consider the critical importance of a cornerstone. You'll recall that God's instruction in his word is that the tabernacle in the wilderness must face east. Thus, God's temple in Jesus' day must face east, and the cornerstone must set the course of the walls north to south and east to west. Now as we go into that area where that red circle was, this could be the area of the cornerstone. Establish the correct alignment so that God's house will be constructed as per his word. This is an amazing picture of the fact that God's stone, God's stone is first, it's the stone that sets everything else in alignment. Now there's a possible alternative interpretation. Merriam-Webster's dictionary gives us the normal definition of a corner, but there's a second equivalent definition. It's a corner where two roads meet, according to Hebrew, and according to Webster's Dictionary, is the place of turning. So, for instance, here we have two roads that meet, and here's a place of turning. The place of turning, though, is not square. It's a triangle. It reminds me of an arch where you have two curved roads meeting at at their corner, at their pinah, the place of turning. And indeed, this is the place of the cornerstone, the cornerstone of An arch. And once again, we have an amazing picture. God's stone is the end. It's the completion of all things. It's where all things rest completely on God's stone. The International Study Bible Encyclopedia agrees that this is a strong possibility as an alternative with regards to the meaning in the Psalm 118 verses 23 through 24. But this fits the word. The Lord, Yahweh, said he was the first and the last. He was the beginning and the end. It's almost like he's saying he's the cornerstone, and he is the keystone of the arch. So it seems as if in Psalm 118, verses through through 24, we might be able to read it in a different way. God is the stone. He is the stone that becomes the chief stone, the headstone, the beginning stone, and the ending stone. He's the first and the last. And when this happens, this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So let me take you to Jerusalem, to a location where Jesus was confronting the scribes, the chief priests, the elders, and perhaps even some of the Pharisees. It's probably the day before his death on Passover, He was in the temple courts with his disciples, and he was teaching them a parable about the wicked tenets. And after he finished that, we read the following. Have you not even read the scripture? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. Jesus is using Psalm 118, verses 20 through to 24. Who is Jesus talking about? Now, Isaiah 28, 14 through 16, in Judaism, becomes a prediction of the Messiah. And we read, therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I'm laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, a costly cornerstone for the foundation. So therefore, who is this stone? The Jewish people say years after Jesus, that it represented the Messiah. And Jesus said he was the first, and he was the last, and the beginning and the end. So we recall this. What's the Bible saying? What amazing truth do we get out of this? That today is the day the Lord made? That it's all about me and my day? Are you kidding? No way. It's more awesome than all that. It's saying that Jesus is the Lord, Yahweh. And that Yahweh, the Lord, is Jesus. It's saying that Jesus is God. So that definitely is something we can rejoice in. The day The Lord himself has become the chief cornerstone, the beginning and the end. But how is Jesus the beginning? How is he the first? We'll take a look at that in episode four. Shalom.